Hi friends, I'm Felicia. And I'm Diana. And we are the Base Body Babes. And I'm Sebastian, otherwise known as the Australian Strength Coach. Welcome to our very first episode of Back to Base, the podcast. We are super excited. We are here to talk about everything from strength training, lifting weights, health, fitness, nutrition, mindset, and a whole lot about business. We are here to help you build your base and live and love your strongest life. And what we um, are so lucky enough to have access to is a lot of high-level athletes, physiotherapists, nutritionists, every type of person you can think of that's at the highest level in our space, space, which is the fitness industry, health space, the strength and conditioning world. Um, We're very lucky that we have met a lot of these people. We are very lucky that we have a lot of these people in our team. So we actually coach some pretty damn amazing people. And what we are going to do is give you guys access to these amazing people that we have access to and give you guys the best information uh, possible so that you guys not only entertained by what we're here to talk about, but you guys can take something home and I guess be a better person, be a better lifter, be a better athlete. athlete be a better coach. We have a sick lineup of people. Of yeah, guests. so, but... But before we introduce you to our sick lineup of guests, (laughs) we're going to introduce you to ourselves. Yes, Yes, we are. So in this episode, we talk about how we start our businesses, what we do, why we do it. We give you our top tips for starting a fitness business. Okay, let's get started. Let's get started. Sebastian, why don't you share with us first up what our story is? My story doesn't, uh, is not complete without you girls, but... Let's, let's start. Do we have a... Oh, button. No, I don't want that button. Come on, give us a love button. Like that. A love button. No, that's yeah, not <laughs> It's meant to be a nice no, button. Dude, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I no, like it's not a laughing matter that we are but, part you know, of look, the story. Look where we all are today. So this is where we have been for many years. So um, for those who don't know, I've been uh, married to Felicia for 11 years. Um, Felicia and Diana are in fact sisters. I call Dinny my sister as well because sister-in-law... Very confusing for most people in the world. It is very very confusing. confusing. A lot of people say that she's my sister because I say my sister. So, she is. But uh, it's sister-in-law to be... um, She's my sister. Get your own. I was like 17 when you guys started dating. You were 15. 16. 16. So, we've been... Yeah, 15. I was 17. We've been been dating for 18 or is it 19 years? 19 years this year. More than half of her life we've been hanging out. You've been brother and sister It's very fair for me to say she's my sister. So, I did get my own sister. You so did. suck eggs. Aww, anyway, so my name is Sebastian Arab. Um, a lot of people see me on the street and they, they call me Australian Strength it's Coach. So cute Funny thing, um, that's just my Instagram name, but I guess that's how it goes these days with social media. People know your Instagram name rather than your actual name. But you can call me either and I'll respond <laughs> to you. Australian Strength Coach is a personal trainer. I have been in the industry. You don't say personal trainer anymore. Not anymore. Strength I don't know. coach. I don't, I don't even Best say anything. Best strength coach in the world. I don't even say anything. Your really. wife can do your horn. I'm. My wife can toot my horn. Sorry, I heard horn. I'm going, what? <laughs> Isn't Why it toot we? your horn? Yeah, toot, my, toot your horn. I just I heard toot your, your horn. horn. I'm, like, I'm not horn. I'm going to toot your horn, toot horn. and okay, say I you're the you. best strength coach in the world. I get you. But actually, sometimes I just call myself a professional plate loader because a lot of people think it's such a glorious job to be a strength coach and all of these things. And and you should see some of the... Well, you have seen some of the stuff that we have to do. We've literally got to 
cook for people, load people's plates, clean people's shit up after them. And, and, and anyhow, that's, that's going off on a tangent. But anyhow, that's what I do. You're more uh, like a PA. Kind of. <laughs> like, realistically, that's what you, you're, you're someone's shit kicker. Aww. We're going to do a whole lot of shit kicking in Ohio in a couple of days, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but for now, so I guess I did start as a personal trainer. I started uh, by accident. It was my intro job. I was always told uh, growing up there was no money in the fitness industry. I had access to a lot of uh, very successful successful businessman and I met this one fellow who was in the building industry and he said to me what do you want to be when you're older and I said I've got this love and passion for fitness industry and he said he kind of laughed and he said there's no money there Um, don't do that there's money in the building industry that's where you should be and I thought you know what you're kind of right. I do want to be successful when I'm older. Like, who, who doesn't want to be successful? Um, so I did want to be successful. So so I'm all ears. You're a successful guy. Uh, I want to hear what you've got to say. And he said, look, I've got a friend of mine who's got this, um, you know, very successful business. And they're looking for people. Would you be interested? And I said, for sure. So he, he after a few interviews, he employed me. This is my my. St- footstep into the uh, the world of success, so I thought, which was the fitness, uh, the building industry. Anyhow, I was not very good at my job because I hated it and I was made redundant probably after about two years or so. I was a facilities coordinator, so I looked after the maintenance for commercial buildings. Uh, it was like, you know, I had to wear a suit and tie and it really sucked and so I was made redundant. So different to mm. what you do now. Damn, Look I could not think of anything you worse. You couldn't wear your cool kicks and your trackies and your shorts and your t-shirts and your singlets. Could not do that. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> having to not like, you know, wear a suit and tie. Like I, I do like, you know, uh, dressing up every now and then. We went to a wedding the other day, looked quite sharp, but you do that every day. A suit once a, once a year for you. I yeah. Is about it. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> so so um, anyhow, I was made redundant and I was quite upset about it, but except I got a good redundancy payout. Mm. So I had time to myself to uh, assess or, or find my, my next job, uh, which was, of course, going to be in the building industry. And I had a friend of mine who was studying his, um, his certificates to become a personal trainer. He said, um, you know, while you're finding your real job, why don't you come and hang out with me? You love fitness and everything, uh, you know, everything related. Why don't you come and, and just study the course with me? Uh, keep me company. So I thought, you know what? Let's do it. Got nothing know, else to I got do n- right I got now. Nothing, I got nothing else to do. So he said, as soon as you find your real job, uh, go back to it. But in the meantime, just come and study with me. So mm-hmm. I thought, oh, you know what? Let's do it. Okay, studied the, the interim course to become a personal trainer, which is certificate three. That took me six months. Uh, after I got this, I got a job in a, in a commercial gym fitness first. Um, I'll be completely transparent here. I was earning seventy bucks an hour, uh, which at that time, you know, I was. I was you know, just out, out of school. I think I was like 21 years old, something like that. And 70 bucks an hour, it took me a couple of months till I was on about 30 hours of PT. So do the math, that's just over two grand a week. For a young adult, that's not bad, don't you think? It was really good money back right. then. And we were like, like cheering. Right, and there was no urgency. We felt guilty, like how I, can I you be charging guilty. these people $70 an hour? That is ludicrous. Right, right. So it's like there was no, actually at this point there was no urgency for me to, to continue to look for my real job in the building industry because no. it was not bad money and then you know 30 hours turned to 35 turned to 40 turned to i had some weeks which were 50 hours but that was pretty hard work it's not like a nine to five job it starts at six there's gaps in between anyway um so so after a few years i think um you and i got engaged 
Felicia. Felicia, that's the you. wife, the wife, <laughs> the blonde one, the girlfriend, <laughs> the blonde one. And, and uh, so we got engaged. And at that point, I was in the fitness industry. I was, I was earning decent money, like a few grand a week. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, you know, it was enough to hold your head up high. You know, shout a few drinks on the weekend and do all of those things. Um, you know, Not that we drank. Let's well, be real. Well, you know, we're going to dinners and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And anyway, it was, it was enough to, to get us by, like really comfortably. Like we've got money. You know, not 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 millionaires or anything like that, but it was okay. And and at that point when we're engaged, I thought, you know what, I, I do want to go back to that whole thing of being successful when I grow up. And so I wanted to be good at my job. So I was, I was looking around and I thought, you know what, I think that this is actually not a bad industry to be successful in. How do I get better? And, and that is by studying. And I wanted to be good. I, I found a hole in in um, in my area. There was a lot of people that were injured or had some type of dysfunction. I realized that there was a big need for rehabilitation in my space. So I went and spent a lot of money with a lot of mentors and also did a lot of uh, education um, where I taught myself how to rehabilitate people. So I went from a uh, you know, just a PT doing an hourly rate to, to wanting to specialise in rehabilitation. From here, I started noticing a trend that a lot of my people that I was rehabilitating were getting very, very strong. So people were coming to me with sore backs, sore knees, sore whatever, and they ended up uh, with my training methodologies, having great squats, bench presses, deadlifts. Um, anyway, so long story short, I got into a point where Myself and a lot of my um, my clients were really, really strong. We were actually the strongest in the gym. Up until we got to the next point in my career, which was let's go and compete in what we're lifting weights with and, and do this whole thing of powerlifting. No, we hadn't even heard of powerlifting. I had never even heard no, of it. No, I thought, wow, that's a sport with like really strong guys. Yeah. No, I didn't think girls. Is. I didn't think girls. No. no. Like, no offense. No, but I didn't really. We didn't, didn't know anyone like, that was doing well, that. Well, you must be a time. beast. You must be a beast to be a powerlifter. In the fitness industry, the only strength sport was considered like a fitness model or, I guess, strongman, <laughs> but no women were in that. But for no, women, it was, not, it was, it was really just fitness models. It was not what we did. Uh, like, that many years ago, so 17 years ago, you train weights if you want to build muscle or you do cardio if you want to lose fat. That's, a, that's all there was in the gym for me. Yeah. So strength training was actually quite a new concept and rehabilitation training was, was quite a new concept. Anyway, years on, so that was um, my first gym uh, my first place that I worked at was a commercial gym called Fitness First. I had access to thousands of members and it was actually and, and millions of dollars worth of, of gym equipment. It was actually a really good place to start. Uh, so, so anyone at home that wants to get a, a head start in the fitness industry, actually it's a really great place to start in a commercial gym. You've mm -hmm. got so much access to, like I said, a lot of people and a lot of equipment and you're not really paying that much for all of that. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, so after about 10 years of working at Fitness First, um, I don't know if I want to say that I outgrew the space or I got Sacked. You got sacked. <laughs> I, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Sacked. I got sacked. Fired. I got, I got you fired. You got fired. <laughs> so the way they said it to me very politely was, um, we're, we're not going to renew your contract. Done. Sacked. See ya. So <laughs> Door closed. So what, I'll tell you the reason why. We kind of changed, you know, when I thought I was a hardcore powerlifter, we did the whole back slap thing and the chalk and, and the hogging of the equipment thing. So and embarrassing. It, looking back, it was looking embarrassing. Looking back, it's embarrassing. Like Come on. Douchebag. Douchebag. <laughs> that, that was me. I'll admit it. Um, we thought we were pretty cool because we thought we were powerlifters. Anyway, moving forward, we went and started working at another little strength facility and uh, that strength facility, the same feedback. The feedback was that we were a little bit intimidating for the type of demographic that they were trying to attract. You so, definitely were. So these were friends of mine. So what they did for me is they said to me, you know what, I, I don't want to you know, kick you out in the street, 
we know that fitness first didn't work for you um and we know that your next step is to open your own space so why don't you stay working here up until you open your own space so that was a very nice thing that they did for me um and (laughs) i don't know how many people would actually do that for their friends but that that was lucky that we were friends uh that that is i'll give them a shout out that's that's rad and yani at unity gym um and they allowed me to open my space which was just down the road and actually that's where i started working with two chicks called Felicia and Diana and they were from the Base Body Babes and we went into business and that's you girls. That's us. And that's when... That is us. That's when we started our first um, our business venture together which was opening gyms. Well, how about yeah. we just tell everybody who's listening who we are. Tell us who you are. Actually, who we're sisters. Are we? we are sisters. No one ever believes us. No it. one ever believes us. Because Felicia's got blonde opposites. hair and green eyes and I'm like the dark little brunette. But we are really sisters. We were born and raised in Australia. To Greek Cypriot parents. Yeah. But what we do is we're personal trainers, we're health and fitness experts, we specialise in training women with weights. No boys. You, None. You, you started, no boys. You, you used loud. to have boys that came and train. I used to think that was a little bit weird. Didn't he, did, <laughs> did he train? I would I not did. train a boy. I'm married. <laughs> no, but did yeah, he train true. boys? Yeah. Did he train boys? I did. And yours you just always gave a shit it about weird. it. It is weird. Oh, it is weird. It's no, fine. Okay, you're in business with me and they come and choose you to train it. Why? Because she's hot. I know why. <laughs> you don't have to answer. Anyway, keep moving. Oh, God. Well, we own two gyms. Base HQ, this is where we are at the moment. Yeah, check it out. This You'll be able to see it because we're video recording this as well. Base HQ. And we also have Base Body Studio, which is our female-only uh, training facility just for our babes. So, so this isn't the first gym that we, we opened. That's no, gone now. No. Uh, this will be our fourth one upstairs. So we started with Base Gym in North so Sydney. So this is three and four. That's yeah, right. we then opened the fir- Base Body the Studio space, in Kensington, which the was the female space, only. The yes. first space was, was where we all came together and tried to really make it work. Exactly. Um, which was where we tried to do our, our um, genius idea of bringing men and women in the same place in harmony, working together, where we had you know entry-level beginner females with yeah. high-level le- high male athletes grunting and, and, and carrying on. Mm. Look, I didn't mind it, but it's not the, the best, best environment for... Um, for most women. We know that now. We do know that Which now. Which is why <laughs> we opened the next Which studio. is why we have the female only facility. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No boys allowed. Not even me. I'm not allowed up there. Exactly. No, you're not. exactly. You're um yes. And then from there we opened up our third gym. So we've now closed base gym North Sydney and we are now in Marrickville base HQ and we are opening our fourth gym upstairs which will be the studio again so for females only. So basically, let's talk a little bit about how we got started. So for those of you who don't know who we are. Who's the Base Body Babes? The Base Body Babes are Felicia and Denny. But Felicia got into the industry when she gave birth to Sebastian's child. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Dinny and I had always liked training. And ever since Sebastian and I had started dating back in the day when I was 17 years old. So yeah, I was 19 years ago, do well, the math, I was 16. Guys. Yeah, I was 16. We would all train together in the gym, which was amazing. Let's let's give some perspective. What? I'm 38 now. Do you want us to say We're not. Age? No. Well, you don't have to. All right, whatever. They can just <laughs> literally work it out. You can math. work it out. But no, Felicia is 36. I'm 35. Uh, but hold on. You didn't actually train Felicia. 
No, he. No, we trained not. alongside. Alongside. No, no, no. Each we other. were training partners to begin with. Kinda. You liked me in the beginning. He never no, liked I, training. I, I, you. I liked you as a person, but you didn't like me as a person telling you what to do. Precisely. It's like, it's like let's do this what? exercise, and you're like, "Who are you to tell me what to do?" <laughs> what husband and wife <laughs> like to be told what to do? So, by so, each other. so you know what? We've got tips today on on business, but let's just give one <laughs> quick one for relationships. <laughs> Partners that train together don't stay together. We'll, we'll not be partners anymore. <laughs> We've done all right. We've had our We've moments right, where we're like training together, not training together. But we did start training same, yeah, together. Yeah, we, we did. We did. But now we train in the same room on the other ends. Yeah. And, and but, he'll but maybe walk best. past and give me a side eye, <laughs> just look at me from the side, and then kind of give me like one of those nods. Eh, it's all right. Yeah, but then it's no. like okay, you know, if I say fix this, what do I get? But I did that. You growl at me. But I didn't do it for that set, but I did it on the last one. You growl you at me. You missed it. <laughs> you missed it. Look, nonetheless, there will I be an started training with Sebastian when I was about 17. Dinny and I work and well together yeah. in the gym space. Yeah, yeah but so I'm That's why Dinny's the strong sister yeah. and she can squat 140, 50 kilos. One, one what is it? 140 with sleeves 140. at 50 kilograms body weight and 160 kilogram deadlift at 50 kilograms body weight. And I'm yet to hit a hundred kilo squat, I which he tells me every Felicia, year we're done if, if gets, we don't get it. I told her if she gets to hundred kilo squat, I'll post her on my Instagram. Wow, page. mate! Look don't try and hold that against me. You've posted yep. me. We so many definitely times on my to in, need to insert the uh, clapping hands here. Clapping hands, Ben. <laughs> clapping clapping hands. What? She hasn't cheering. Squatted. All right, give her a second. Well, no, we'll clap when she gets it. Okay? All right. Well, All right. No, you can't. <laughs> you Benny, don't clap. <laughs> don't clap. <laughs> she hasn't done a hundred kilos yet. She's okay. So, sucks. so so the way we. The, the way Dinny's all the, of Dinny's this came Dinny's the strong one. Oh, thanks. Felicia, you like, say it hard. like I'm not strong at you're all. You're so strong. I think you're strong. Okay, when we talk I about strength <laughs> standards, let's get some... <laughs> should we talk about your strength standards on another day? But literally, they are not that easy Look, for your everyday person. No, but that's not what I do your anymore. Stand- so I do have access to a lot of strong people. And girls that squat 100 kilograms, although I think it's amazing... I do have access to a, a lot of people that can do that. That's still not enough. So I'm going to get there. I'm going to get my 100 kilo squat. I'm going to sit there like a little like kid in a candy shop being so excited that my husband's going to be proud of me for once. And we're <laughs> waiting for him to like cheer and high five and give can me a kiss. Can you give him some credit? And he's just going to go, oh I reckon. She's just sitting here hammering me. Mate. That's all right. Thanks to you. He was That's proud of right. you when you gave birth to your kid. I was proud. <laughs> <laughs> You're proud to see her. Oh hey, you were proud God. of me. Okay, okay. Mo- mo- moving moving along. So I don't get a fist bump even no. from you when I do a big lift. <laughs> She just walks because off. you're she always doing like PBs and doing uh, good things. It's like I don't even you, know right. what's good anymore. Oh, Everything oh you do is great. Oh, yeah. I recognise. This is the I life recognize. of working with your family. Okay, so 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 moving forward. So Dinny's the stronger one. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, and <laughs> thank you for the compliment. Look, you know they both train. They both do all their stuff, but. Yeah. I'm so proud of my sister. I love but that she's so strong. Oh, I will you're so cute, man. always say that she's the strong one. You're so I'm strong cute. in other ways. You are. Okay, so what about how did the base body babes come about? You weren't always the base body babes. No so way. back to, no, so let's go back. Let's, let's rewind. Let's rewind. A I bit. think I'm going to start with so I have a teaching background. I have a Bachelor of Teaching and I specialized in early childhood. And you, Felicia, have a degree in. A Bachelor of Design. Did you forget what you studied then? (laughs) (laughs) A Bachelor of Design majoring in interior design. So I love all things design related. So I think when I was teaching, you were pregnant. No, you had just given birth. Wait, let's start that part again. (laughs) 
<laughs> Where did we start? 2010, I gave birth to our little one. So she's just turned 10, so it's been a while in the industry, but it was about a year after I gave birth that I wanted to get back into training. And that's actually when you did train me. Mm. You did like me then for training purposes. And he trained me. I was going to keep out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so Tell your story. No, Tell your we, story. We trained together and I got back into the best shape of my life post-pregnancy. And then I begged you to bring your little one to my childcare centre, which you did eventually. You were working in a childcare centre I was at the working in a childcare centre at the time. I had already... I was the principal. I <laughs> love that you call me the principal. What were you? You were the principal? Yeah, I was the principal. It's I was a director principal. of a child. Yeah, but listen to the... Pal, the principal. Pal, principal puts a P-A-L in principal. Okay, did you yeah. get it? Anyway, I was the director of a childcare centre, which Felicia and Sebastian brought their little girl to. And I had actually already studied um, fitness and nutrition for children and then I did all my certifications for for fitness as well. But again, not because you wanted to have no. a career in the industry. Just no, definitely not. Just because you're a not. fitness buff. Yeah, I, was, um, I had quite the passion for it actually. Yeah. You were my training buddy. I absolutely loved it. And then Felicia came to the kindy and all the mums would look at her and just go, I need to look like that. How did you get into that shape straight after having a baby? They looked at both of you. You both looked the Definitely same. Definitely looked at you they as well. Yeah, and but like look, credit to you. You had a baby. I that's did true. not. That, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so some of the mums actually, uh, I mean, I was training myself and you were training with me at the time, but some of the mums were asking us if we would train them. So we decided to, um, run some outdoor boot camps across the road from the kindy that we were working at at the time out at Queens Park in Sydney. Mm. Which was pretty fun. We did, and we called it Super Mums in Training, and we specialize in training mums with weights in the park. We would go down to the park every morning after school drop off and train um, all the mums from the childcare center. And we were doing 6 a.m. sessions, 7 a.m. sessions, and 9 30 a.m. Yeah. sessions. And we did that for a good two years in the park. And then we outgrew that space. Which Before was, like, we outgrew that park. space, we decided that mum that, that non-mums mm-hmm. women who hadn't had babies wanted to train with us as well so we rebranded we did so we, we went, went from, from super mums, mums in training to fit chicks in training and then from fit chicks in training we actually some i was gonna swear then some mm-hmm. guy Fat from guy. <laughs> some guy from queensland owned the name or something like that so we um and sent us a letter saying that if we didn't change our name that he was going to sue us so we decided that we needed to change our names and we wanted to come up with a brand that would fit everybody. And base just kept coming up. It did. Yeah, it was just a word, word that we always base. used to say. But but um, before you go there, you guys had developed quite the brand at this point. So Fit Chicks, I remember walking down the street and people are having their heads out of the car screaming, Fit Chicks. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I don't had, remember yeah, that. You, you had a brand. You had the Instagram thing happening. We did. We you did. had a few hundred thousand followers. So it was actually mm. quite an important... Actually, it was a little bit of a disaster at first that w- that you were potentially going to be sued for your name. So yeah. you had to change We were that. so upset like, about changing our name to Facebook. You, you, guys, you guys had a, a success successful brand and then you were told you, no, no more you got to shut it down mm-hmm. so it's not really shut down you have to rebrand mm-hmm. so yeah. it was quite a stressful time I remember it, it was. was so we had to change the name and I, I remember driving in the car going what are we going to rename ourselves who are we and 
Sebastian always spoke about base and building a foundation, and we just a that pyramid will only peak as high as the base is wide. True. So, so people that would come to us and say, you know, what can you offer us? They'd look at strong people and say, I want to be that strong. They look at fit people and say, I want to be that fit. Well, you can't just walk in and and start training and be that strong or be that fit or achieve your goal straight away. You need to build a base before you you peak your pyramid, so to speak. Exactly. So, so everything, every time we told uh, any one of our methods, we would mention building your base. So that's a word that just came up so much. So that was part of our brainstorming procedure was mm-hmm. something that contains the word base. base. And yeah. then we wanted something that was catchy mm. and something that we could call our girls as well. So we wanted to create a community of women and we were like, what can we call them? What can we call our girls? And we wanted it to kind of flow. So we came up with Base Body Babes and that's how it was born. And we have never looked back. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. We love having our Base Body Babes. And, and then from there, everything, the whole business, everything is just like yeah, so such a cool. So we've got Base Jam. Yes. We've got... What's the name of our podcast? Back to Base. <laughs> Back to Base. The Back pod- to <laughs> Base, the podcast. And we, at that point when we mentioned that we had outgrown the gym, uh, the park, we had moved into our new space-based gym in North Sydney and we'd also opened up a Whole Foods cafe called Base Fuel. So, so this, w- this was all at the same time. So I'd uh, outgrown or got sacked from my places. <laughs> you outgrew the park. What? Yeah. So, so outgrew the park. Okay, so there's only so many trips you can take in dad's ute (laughs) with like 100 kilos worth of weight in the back before you actually destroy it. important to know because a lot of people do have their outdoor boot camp kind of style of Which is a really great way to start. It was amazing while we were there and and it did last a while, but as our babes got stronger, there just wasn't enough weight. So how would you get someone to squat? Paint a picture. Oh, well, like ultimately under a barbell, but how would you get our babes? We were putting that barbell on their back, <laughs> how, on their how front, much front squat. So you have to clean the bar? Pretty much. And put it on their back? Yeah. So you're up to, you know, like 30 kilograms chucking it on people's backs. Fine, yeah. but the, the stronger babes, I think we had up to like 50 kgs. So you have to do a clean, every time you do a session? Every As time. As I was ripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You still kind of are. Oh, gracias. But, but yeah, that was kind of like, it's not the best job when you have to pick up that much no, weight. No, it was, oh, really it was really so taxing. Was, yeah. I, I was literally training myself for hours and hours whilst I was tra- te- uh, coaching the women. Now that's a plate loader. Yes. That's a professional plate loader. That is that's a professional exactly plate loader. <laughs> so yeah, we we needed to be able to progress our girls with their own weights training. And for ourselves, it just wasn't something that was sustainable for much longer because we were doing the early mornings. We had borrowed dad's ute. We had already destroyed it with all of the weights mm. in the back. Yeah. It literally like would drag on the ground. Oh, the on back the tires were like <laughs> flat permanently. There was so much weight that we were schlepping to the yeah. park every day. Yeah. So we so then the main reason we moved was because we were limited. Yeah. And we did, we did that massively. Growth, for yeah. sure. So then it all worked out. Well, it all, it all came together at the same time where we decided to open the gym together. Mm-hmm. And what was the original plan for our base gym? So we had – the original plan was obviously I had a, a personal training business. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have members. Yeah. We all did. And we wanted to run gl- group classes for women as well. Group classes. And, and we the, wanted, and yeah, a full membership gym and, and, and a cafe. And we thought we, we had a, a, a big interest in food. Well, you did 
particularly because of um, raising our daughter, mm-hmm. you wanted her to I have had really a really food, so strong focus on nutrition. Yeah, but it was the style of food. It was just like, you know, the, the refined, sugar-free, gluten-free, health food that snacks. That was very, and very particular back then. Not not so much Organic. Now. And, yes. and that's what you wanted to build our, our uh, nutrition business. So that was Base Fuel, which was part yeah. of Base Gym originally. Mm-hmm. And it was a really great idea because we're, we're, co- we're coffee drinkers f- as well. So we love to have our training session with protein shakes mm-hmm. and smoothies and, and a coffee. Like yeah, we pretty much built the cafe for us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but what, what more could you want? Like how amazing. And that's how we built everything. We built the gym for us and we built the, the cafe for us. It was everything that we wanted. But if we wanted it, why wouldn't other people want it? Yeah. And that, was, that was the idea of it. And it, well, we were in a prime location, so it was a good spot for a cafe. It worked really really well yeah. the cafe was actually a really good business we'll go into that later on the and pros then and cons. i think education that kind of came unexpectedly but that, that was a that huge was part unexpected. of the business as well it was a huge part and it still is that's something so the cafe is no longer but the education is definitely yes a uh, big part a, a big part of our part. business now yeah but but that was actually yeah we, originally that wasn't our intention no our, our original was just yeah we're just gonna have gym members personal training cafe kick ass yeah and, until and all of our girls came into the gym and then there was so many big guys walking around and it was still quite an intimidating space for women absolutely it's it was not very inviting i'll, I'll admit that so yeah. so paint a picture you know imagine being a girl the first time you ever step foot on the gym floor never lifted weights before and you've got heavy metal or, or loud rap music playing i while still someone's, hate that vibe while big boys with tattoos 100 yeah. plus kilos yeah. walking around with their shirts off Yuck. stink like shit <laughs> When we started Base Body Babes, our whole aim was to empower women to get on the gym floor and not be intimidated um, by the weights room. I guess when we first started training with you even, we were really nervous to get onto the gym floor. We had no idea what to do. But having me made it a little bit easier. It did make it easier. We're all together. And And we employed personal trainers. Well, Dinny employed a personal trainer from a very young age just to get the confidence to be able to step on the gym floor and know what to do. So for us, that was a really important part of building our brand was ensuring that women were given the tools they needed to be able to train safely, efficiently and effectively. So... Then we opened that gym and it just created a safe space for them to be able to do that. It from. did, but then they had all the big they had guys. The boys. I mean, so o- it was originally the way that I saw it was you girls were friends with all the big guys, so that they would see that it's actually safe to be friends with mm-hmm. these guys as well, and we'd all just be in this happy space together. Yeah, but that's just never. They would go into their corners. They would go into their corners, yeah. and, and like to the point where I know that there's females. I don't even say females. There's people out there that don't even want to be looked at. Mm-hmm. So it's like you turn around to give encouragement and say, "Great set," and they get they're like, "Don't look upset, don't me, don't look at me." So, so, so here's another tip, a take-home point. There is a need for female-only facilities in this world. Definitely. Okay. There's yeah. going. To, there's never going to be a time where 100 percent of women are going to be comfortable around other men. Is a huge part of what we do. That's what we so do now. So, so. Part of um, the trials and tribulations of opening our own space is we realised that we needed mon- more money than what we were actually earning. Yes. So, so I, you know, do the maths. I was doing my personal training about 40 hours per uh, week of mm-hmm. clientele. Mm-hmm. And at that point, my average rate was about 100 bucks an hour, mm-hmm. someone more, someone less. So there's a $4,000 a week business, which is seemingly not bad. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was great. But that's not enough to even pay the It wasn't at, at enough because we were... In a space that was, was expensive. super, super expensive. Pri- pri- prime, prime real estate, real estate in the middle of North Sydney, which is a 
like the city of Sydney. So mm. it was very expensive and we needed a lot of money to maintain that. So that's when we started, we identified the need for more streams of income. Mm-hmm. So uh, at that point, um, that's when education came by accident. Because the like memberships were not cutting it. Memberships weren't cutting it. So, so education, that was a saviour because that was quite a frequent... Um, uh, like it was, I'd say it was about monthly we'd be doing seminars around Australia mm-hmm. um, and that was helping us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and We had our online customised programs at that point so we wanted to reach more women around the world uh, not just the ones that we could see so face-to-face. Before so we talk about our online program, we haven't spoken about our Instagram but that's kind of how we started. I was going to say that. So, yeah. you, so how many followers do you have on Instagram? At the 600, moment? Just, on, just yeah, over 600,000. 600, how did you start? Well, actually, it started as a passion project because Felicia loves loved design so much. And oh, what was the first image you took? It was a flat lay of my shoes and I think it was like a women's health magazine and a protein bar in the park. Right. So Which has Felicia actually been artistic. deleted because I just didn't like That's it. That's so now sad. You should have deleted that. So I used like a shitty filter. So, so, well, why did you delete it? What's with your page that's unique? <laughs> Our page. Hold on. Our page is so carefully curated. It runs in colours. If you guys don't know, shameless plug, Base Body Babes on Instagram. Go and have a look. What colour scheme are you in now? Reds. Currently we are in <laughs> red. Really but our page red. runs in th- in a colour theme. So go back, scroll back as far as you can Balls and have reds. a look. It was like uh, neutrals, like beiges. Neutrals. Yeah. <laughs> and, then be- and then before beiges? I think it was blue. Okay, so th- this is what she does. So if if you take a if you do a really amazing lift and you ain't wearing beige, you don't get featured. Or if you do a really amazing lift and the plates are blue and yeah. not red, and we're yeah. not in red, yeah. forget about it. You're not being featured. No, no. Yeah, I know you guys make me sound so bad, and I'm really trying. No, to make you're amazing. Pros and, con- a little pros bit and more cons of this. Pros and yes. cons of this. Yeah. Well, Instagram was a platform that we began for fun. Yeah. That is where it all started. Yeah, you but weren't thinking of it as a business. It was my creative outlet. It was. How like, did you make money from Instagram? I wasn't going to be an interior designer anymore, but I still liked beautiful things, and I wanted to make the page aesthetically pleasing, which which yeah, you I definitely did. Pretty good but then job we decided that we wanted to um, showcase our our health and fitness kind of lifestyle, and we. We're doing a um, a lift. What were we doing? Chin-ups. That's what we're doing. Chin-ups. We're doing a chin-up video. And then, yeah, on rings. And then we did some little ridiculous fit chick shuffle I at the end of it. broke out in a dance. Yes. It was a little dance. We had music blaring and I was just recording you and it was almost as if it was a blooper. That's right. And that's just your personality. It's like and it, you pissed yourself laughing. It was so funny. Oh my like God. It was, it was, I thought it was actually a, a cool moment at the baseball race. So I was just watching you girls and you and you, you screwed up the chin up somehow and then you just started dancing. It's like, okay, next video. And it's like, no, 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 that's the video. Like, yeah. That video is sick. That's I remember so you going, cool. you need to post this and we're like, P- no. Post it. It's like, just be yourselves. Like, what's wrong these days with just being yourselves? Like, just drop your guard for a moment. It's like, finally you posted it. We yeah. did. And it went viral. It, it went viral. viral. Yes. It went viral. So we're just watching this page. And then back then, Instagram was a little bit different. It was. Mm-hmm. And there was like the popular page. And, and all of a sudden, you, you saw it on the popular page. And it, it gave you an alert and said you have made the popular page. Didn't yeah, it, it did yeah, something it did. back then. Right. And it got insane amounts of views and, and likes and, you, and engagement. You had the crazy. notifications on your phone and you weren't able to use your phone. It's like you're trying to press it. Just it just kept it's coming notification, through. Notification, notification. It's like, because yeah. you only had a few hundred followers you know, to begin with. So you didn't need, it didn't matter if you had notifications coming through. Exactly. You hardly had any. Exactly. But then, when it went viral, mm-hmm. you couldn't even use your phone. No. 
Until you and turn then, the notifications off. And then after that video, we started to create more fun workouts, like little sisters together, enjoying working out together. It was we awesome. It's, it's who we are. It's what we were doing. And we just started to post them. It was. So our videos, quite a few of them went viral in the end. I remember- They, they were valuable. You'd give a circuit. You'd do like a few exercises back to back. Yeah. And then you'd get off and do the fit chick shuffle. Yeah. Fit chick <laughs> shuffle, which we don't do anymore. Maybe we should no. break into a fit yeah. chick shuffle one day. Um, but yeah, back then, I guess when Instagram first, came out we were kind of like is it weird to say pioneering that space you were we, pro- in, in in the fitness industry in australia i would say i you, don't you remember would be safe, it would be safe to say that you girls were, were up there with one of the first you yeah. weren't you definitely weren't the first there was a few other no, i can't really remember anyone who was around back then I'm but i'm sure, sure there was like Ka- kayla at science yeah. was around then we started her. around the same time maybe she, no she she or i remember when yeah. you started she already had a like a Quite a big following. Maybe a million. Maybe a million. So there was a few of us doing it, but not many people popularizing weights for women. No. So we were real. That's always been our focus. We've never kind of feared away from that. Exactly. So we, yeah, our page started to grow. So before we knew it, we had a hundred thousand followers, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, lots of followers. Then we got hacked. We'll go into that another day. Then we built back up again, and yeah, so six hundred thousand followers later in a thriving business. So so. Let's go back and forth. Now, I would I had been in the industry for probably about eight years mm-hmm. before you girls had even started with any of these pages. Yeah. But because you girls were had like so like a so much of a better image than I did, you took off and you were seen as the industry leaders at the time. And yes. It's like uh, little old me. I swear I've been in this industry for so much more years than you guys. <laughs> and we worked together a, like so, the so whole way. Like I was more behind the scenes. Like I was happy. Like people come up to us. Let's paint another picture. People come up to us. Oh, it's you guys, Space Body Babes. Have, can you take the photo for us? So I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be Instagram husband. I'd take the photo. The tables have turned. Now they want photos with my husband. I'm like. Excuse me, that's my husband. You cannot have a photo unless I'm standing next to oh, you. Oh, look at I get you. like all protected. But, but anyway. It's but they do, they want photos with you. I don't care that they don't want photos with us, but, but they that's, take but, my husband. But, but back then, I was prepared to shut up shop and mm-hmm. get Australian strength coach out of the picture. Mate, and, you and thought you were going to retire. Well. On our Absolutely. Fortune. But, but, but <laughs> not just that. It wasn't just like retire as if I'm just going to sit back and do nothing. <laughs> no, but I'm going to help you. We would build like our I was, brand together. Yeah, I, I would always sit behind, you know, in the background and, uh, you know, we'd, we'd, I'd always give you guys advice and, and training tips and, and, and help you guys with everything that I could. You would come to photo shoots with us for like magazines and everything. We'd be like, we just need to bring our technician with us. Yeah, and it worked <laughs> Or our well. bodyguard for when they're on the street. Yeah, street shoots. absolutely. And it worked well. You know, you'd sit there and, and for each of the exercises, like I'd be behind the camera saying, you know, point your knee here, look here, eyes up or hands here. Which we always still need. Yeah, yeah we which we, that that's right. That's right. Before. We still do. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. But back at that point, like base body babes, or was it fit chicks at that point? Whoever, whoever you girls were, were mm-hmm. kicking ass, yeah. were, were very much industry leaders. We'd walk through the fitness expos and women would cry. Oh, oh. oh my God, my heart. I don't understand that. I don't, I don't understand that, that at all. They see you so and they cry. Oh, And then they get me to take a freaking photo, so make sure I'm out of the photo. And take so photo cute. Yeah, whatever. That was really whatever. sweet. So, so that was, that was base body race, really, really popular. Um, the fitness industry so that's has why, changed a lot. That's since then. why I thought it would like because you guys, were, girls, were the pioneers in this space. I thought that it would be a really, really um, easy transition to get females to come along with us because you girls had so much popularity that you girls were able to get women in the same room with us buffets. <laughs> so that's the way that I used to say: I bring the buffet factor, and you girls bring the cool factor. You're so cool. 
Well, thanks. And you're not a buffhead. You're like the smartest thanks. person we know. Yeah, but buffhead doesn't mean like smart person. Meathead. Meathead. Yeah. Not buffhead. Yeah, but like, you know, like musclehead. What do you But want? you're still what so you smart. Want? Thanks. So it's like how your mum calls you handsome. Yeah. The wife calls you smart. Yeah. You are Adrian. smart and oh, handsome. Adrian. You're both. <laughs> I'll accept it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, thanks, Benny. Okay. Okay. So, so moving forward. So this was us in our gym space. Now, when we opened up in North Sydney, we uh, signed the lease with... Um, no, so basically you sign a lease usually with a, a, an extension at the end, the option to sign on at the end of the lease. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, we weren't given an option. It was a five-year lease and they basically said to us, we, we're selling the building and we don't know what the new building owner wants to do with it, so we can't give you an option. It's five years and if the next building owner wants to give you an option, it's up to them. Mm-hmm. New building owner bought it. Long story short, they didn't give us the option. They knocked down the building. So we had to be out of there in five years. This was last year. This was last year. This is why there's no 2019. longer... 2019. Yeah, so, so this is why we had to shut the shop and everyone in the building had to shut the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we were pretty much kicked out of, of North Sydney. So it was just shy of five years being there. Yeah, it was like four years and nine months or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And, and we this is where... This is a few of the lessons that we had learnt uh, coming into Marrickville was that the type of memberships that we had... It wasn't enough to, to create a really, really successful business or, or create a huge income from. So the maximum amount of members that we were able to have would have been about 80. I think that's the most we ever got to at North Sydney. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about how much money you can get from these guys. What was the membership fee? It was like 40 bucks a week or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was definitely not enough to cover our rent. No. So, so we had to create, and this is where we had to create uh, the, the online. Mm-hmm. So, so the online was, was very much a saviour. So, so that was a disaster within itself. But it yeah, was a, we initially started with customized training programs. So we trained women online, and we personally wrote all of their programs. So none of them were generic. Everyone got an individualized program, and we would work with them really closely online. And we would run four week phases for our online girls. It got to the point where we just couldn't manage that many women, so we needed to come up with more of a generic plan that we could sell to the masses which we did. It took us quite a while to develop and we had a web developer come on board and we developed a website and it was all amazing. We were super excited to get it going and then... He decided uh, that... Yeah, like a day before we were about to launch that he couldn't complete the job and we weren't going to launch properly. It wasn't a day. It wasn't a day. Well, so I it was a couple of weeks. Basically, you'd promised to launch it on the 1st of January. That's right. Yes. And I so it, it was, was before, it was before Christmas because... I, and I know it was more than a day because they were gone on Christmas holiday. They didn't yeah. turn New Year's Eve. Yeah. So, so they, it was like two weeks before the end of the year and they basically said, okay, so we're shutting up shop and we've got no one that's going to be working. So we're probably going to be able to re- release your you know end of January and you're like um, what okay, so no. release now <laughs> everything was We'd signed done all, yeah. paid for agreed upon and we had been marketing it as marketed well marketed January 1 launch date that's right so, so we after a bit of back and forth we have someone called James who works with us our Big office right hand man Big Jimmy. and him and I worked tirelessly to get the website completed and ready for launch on January 1st. I think it was 2016. You guys had to learn how to code. We had to learn how to to build websites and we ended up teaching ourselves, which was great. Very beneficial moving forward. (laughs) So we did that. We ended up launching. Everything was fabulous. 
and Base Body Babes online training program was born with our nutrition program as well. It still exists and it's a great platform for women to learn how to lift weights. We have lots of tutorials and video tutorials of us talking and explaining each exercise and we run our phases in four-week blocks. And let's and. let's swap over a bit. So when you had this existing, it mm-hmm. was so great that you said, okay, we know how to make these websites. Let's just make one for Australian Strength Coach. Yeah. And at that point, I thought... You were you, only you doing customised. But there were so many things I was already too. doing. It's like, why are you giving me more jobs? Like, <laughs> no, because like, it's a I've good one. Th- I've got my thing and just let me be. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I think it's going to be really successful. I think it's going to get a lot of great traction. And I thought, you know what? Just please don't bother me with it. Go and freaking make it. Fine. That's just like when we were telling you to get on Instagram and you didn't want to get on it. And now look at you. You post way more than us. Fully, fully. <laughs> you I'm love an, Instagram. I'm an, I'm an Insta addict. You love it. Good old Insta. Yeah, but look, it's where my business comes from. Exactly. I make my money from Instagram. It's not like Monopoly money. It's actual money and it's an actual business and this is the way of the future. Social media, um, it has a point. So there you go. Another tip. Step outside of the box. Yeah, Take and this risks. is this is 2020, mm-hmm. and people think it's childish because you know you're sitting in your phone, and this is what we tell our kids: get your head out of the technology. Yeah, but that's what's There's making our money. There's a time and place. Mm-hmm. Th- for there, sure. is, there is definitely a time and place, and and this is what where my entire business comes from, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's how we developed both of our brands. Yeah, so so we've got both of our online, which was basically a savior. So Yours now, is called Strength System Online. Strength System Online, plug, which. Plug. Um, yeah, plug, plug. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's move forward. I don't want it to be two thousand now. But um, we've, we've got those businesses and this is where we realised that that stream of income was going to allow us to have the business that we wanted, which was to not actually have the members. <laughs> so have a look behind us. This is a peak hour. We've got no one here. No one trains here except for us. We're so and, selfish. And our team of athletes. And it's for us to create amazing content and to educate and hold seminars um, for for not just think about how many people face to face up to 60 mm-hmm. what about how many followers around the world so mm-hmm. currently it's like there's a lot of bigger accounts than myself but still I've got a, enough followers I've got 181,000 followers which is enough to, to create a successful business mm-hmm. you guys have 600,000 which is definitely more than 180 so obviously more than enough to, to create a successful business um, and we have a lot more access to more people when we do it this way yeah. we've employed a full time videographer mm-hmm. Benny in the background over there now, videoing our <laughs> podcast big, big Benny or base. So, so we've got him here full time, um, you know, ready for us to create content. So mm-hmm. if we have an amazing athlete or wh- whomever, whatever type of guest that we have in here, Benny's ready with the camera. Hey, Benny, come out here. He runs out with his camera and, <laughs> and he's on. He's on. And, you know, or if someone's doing a lift, it's like, I don't know, what he'll come in. I'll, I'll see him first thing in the morning. Hey, anything on today, Bass? It's like, nah, I don't think anything's happened. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, something happened and we're lifting something heavy. Benny, and he's ready. <laughs> Benny is always ready. He's Betty, Betty Sneaky. <laughs> so, like so now. Yeah, like now he's recording on his, on his Instagram. He'll post that one. So, so this is our space now. So this is the business it's evolved from. Let's, let's go back. It's evolved from the gym space with members and PT and group classes and cafes mm-hmm. to... A place for us. A, a, empty gym with the best the best equipment money could buy. No one with their grubby paws on my Aliko bending my bars. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the place is kept immaculately tidy. Half, not half, a third of the space is dedicated to office space to run our online yeah. businesses. Our staff are here for our administration work and the managerial work more than 
the yeah, gym the mon- because the we don't actually have any coaches anymore. The money's made on the computers. except for upstairs. We're not going to talk about the studio because we do still upstairs have coaches is still for com- the coming studio. Soon. Yes. But for base gym itself. Let's maybe talk a little bit about what it was like running a gym, but then maintaining our type of business where we had endorsements. Why don't? We, why don't oh, okay. So that, that was, was that another was part of our business. Another stream of income that was hugely handy. And this is when I was about to tell you the pros and cons of, of having a beautifully curated Instagram page. Mm-hmm. The cons were you couldn't just do a sick lift and get posted and shared on Base Buddy Babes page. Never. However, you get me. <laughs> no. Australian hey, strength coach posted you. It was called the Dinny J Show. That yeah, was I used to. I think we need to bring back the Dinny J Show. Dinny J needs to be squatting. Oh, listen here, mate. Listen here. I'm listening. Come on. Kgs. Otherwise, you're not getting on. Where are we at with that half? Half your body weight. You used to. So that's how we used to train together. That was a really cool thing. That was so cool. So so. If I... I was exactly I was half size. your body weight yeah. at the so time. You're, you're a bit bigger 100. now. It's not fair. Oh, it's not fair. No. It's not fair. We'll but go back and pretend you're 100 kilos. We'll go back. So back then <laughs> when we were training together so frequently, I was twice your size and therefore had to lift twice your weight. Correct. And we were very much on par. I was very much on par I with your squat. I think actually I was better. Better at deadlifting. Yes. Squatting, yes. we were on par. Yeah. Bench press, I kick your ass. Righto. <sighs> Bench press sucks. I'll give you that. See that? Bench press sucks. No one cares how much you bench. <laughs> no one cares how much you bench. <laughs> it's true. You know, Except I post for boys. For <gasps> not even. No, it's guys true. don't care either. I post a bench press really, yeah, on, no my, on my page. I bench press 245 kilograms. You are an kilograms. amazing bench presser. Right, right. And you know how many people like it? Like, not, not many people. <laughs> not many people care. <laughs> Yours is crazy. You do a big squat and so many people love it. Anyway, anyway, oh, a, a new yeah. story. But that's how we used to train. So, Dinny yes. Jay was 50 kilos. I was 100. Your squat at that time was 140 raw with sleeves. I was about 280 at that point. Yeah. Uh, your deadlift was th- was 160. I was less. I was 310. Yes. So you were ahead of me. Yeah, I was like 3.2 yeah, times but my body weight. That was a cool weight. way of training. I that really enjoyed fun. that back when you were cool, Dinny. Oh, get <laughs> out. Just anyway, kidding. bring back the Dinny J show. Yeah, so so the, the cons where you couldn't just you know post your, your – so documenting is a kind of a, a way of, of really successfully running a, a, an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. do something that's cool. You document it. And it's – of, of value to some people, some of your audience. Yeah. But that's not what your page was about. It was about... It was about in the in, everything in the to do with health and, and health fitness. Space. And then we kind of slot in fashion, food and lifestyle because that's that was definitely a passion of ours. Yeah, we uh, just wanted to encompass all yeah. things of living a healthy and fit lifestyle. Yeah. And but, the, but the way that you displayed it was in such a way that companies wanted to work with you. That's exactly. Right. So having such a beautifully... Co- beautifully curated page a lot of brands wanted to work with us because they could employ us what's other brands we've worked with them all seriously microsoft like everyone nike added us like every big yeah, brand. microsoft even isn't even oh they no, were in the that was a text space, space. Was a it was a text space but, but that was literally insane. just like food, food brands every companies. single forever 21. active wear brand you have ever heard of we've worked with them yeah so yeah basically they would employ us to help promote their brand and we did a pretty good job we think of doing that we had our own photographer because and everything, everything was carefully in-house. curated we were able to seamlessly integrate these campaigns into our instagram page yeah, yeah. which and it didn't look salesy it didn't appear, yeah you and know, a lot of pushy, brands when they hire um fitness influencers or digital influencers to promote their brand like a lot of the time they have to get photographers and videographers and stylists and makeup artists and all of that we were doing it all ourselves and a, and a gym house. space yeah well we and did a have a, space. a photographer my best friend vanessa was photographing us at the time and yeah, yeah but we had 
had our own little team going on. Yeah, and we, we did. We, we had everything. Content. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, was, I was the tech support behind the, behind yeah, the scenes. That's but right. yeah, we had, we, had, we had everything. So a company would come to you. They wouldn't come to a, um, what, what are they called? The middleman? The, the an agency. Like an, uh, like an agency. So you, yeah. you, or a manager. you were your own agent. We were. We always yeah. have been. Yeah. We've and, always and you've gotten pretty us. good We've always that said this, you know, we t- it took a long time for us to define our roles in the business, but I like to do the business side of things, whereas Felicia is the creative brain behind our baby. And as long as we're still training and eating the way we do, we're able to put out really good content. So yeah. it kind of just worked really well. Our yeah. synergy has always been awesome together and we're sisters, so we work really well together. We do fight. We'll go into this another time. <laughs> but yeah, generally having the business, the three of us has always worked really really well so yeah that was just another part endorsements it is a really big part of our business we have worked with all sorts of brands and we will continue to work with all sorts of brands meanwhile i think i'm pretty cool but have not been endorsed by one product do you know what you have people send you stuff they do send you stuff but we haven't put a media kit out there we're developing a media kit hey it's under construction we're about to pimp you out mate just hold your horses we can pimp you out to some cool brands that we think I swear I thought I've been in business with these girls for years now. So this is, I swear. Look, we're always we're pimping you out. Busy doing and they t- other and they t- things. And they told me to hold my horses. No, but like, right. this is the thing. Pimp me out. You're creating insane content. Yeah, but that's a, this is the difference in our different right. types of, of um, uh, the, the way that we create our social media pages, which is the way that we advertise our brands, the mm-hmm. way that we provide um, content and, and create income for ourselves yeah. is... You've got a completely different audience to me. Yeah, we do. We have work a together. Audience. We work together. But but oh, actually, a lot of our audience is kind of shared. A, a lot of them do cross over. But interestingly, we both have the same training philosophy. So we both are doing the same things. We have got selfie time over here now. Oh, so you can keep talking. Yeah, I'm, I, I have. <laughs> I haven't stopped. Don't you worry. So so we're like, the way that the girls create their programs is the same way that I create my programs. Yeah. Who would have thought? So we're all working together. We do. We always write our programs kind of all together. Yeah, it's a, it's a system that we have in place. And for those of us who follow, you'll know what our systems. We'll go into that at another time. I'm just as real as it gets. Like I put my grill up in, in my phone every day. We are real. We are who no, we no, are. No, I'm not saying you're not but real. But like, okay, let's be real right now. We're sitting here with a face full of makeup, which we do okay. not usually I don't have makeup. like to do. I don't but have we had a photo shoot with women's health and that's just our life. We do have cool things that go on and sometimes Absolutely. we do need to be like dressed up. Okay, done so up like it, all of those that's, things that's true so we are uh, hey, still who we are I, I wasn't knocking it but I'm just saying it's two different brands it is we're delivering <laughs> the same product though which is the same message with health and fitness we're just cuter no, that's so subjective. Cute. Look at him. You're so hey. cute. Oh. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about let's actually talk <laughs> about audience. Our audience <laughs> is <laughs> vomit. Ben. Ben, what sound? Do we have, have a sound effect to go like <laughs> fuck my life? <laughs> <laughs> we have to make that one. We have to make yeah. one. Yeah. Coming soon. Okay. SNL. Okay, let's let's move forward. Okay, so you know what? I think we've given a pretty good summary as to who we are and kind of what we do. Yeah, do you so, guys know who we are? So so you girls, the base body babes, I am strength trainers, coach. Personal trainers, strength, strength coaches. Coach. But, but actually, we don't really do much personal training. Dinny does, does love love to do the interaction. I love thing. a face-to-face. She loves a good if face-to-face. But she has, she has heaps of faces that she's face-to-face with. She's got <laughs> her whole crew and community because it's it's group classes. It is. And that still and exists. PT. And that still exists. Yes. And, and um, for me, I do love face-to-face as well. So do you, Felicia. We do have our amazing team, but that's but kind of I'm who we work with. I'm behind the scenes y- on the You are very line. much behind the scenes. And I'm still very hands-on in my job. I'm still very physical. I'm still a professional plate loader. Um, and and we're, we're 
physical all day long. I would just like to confirm the reason I pulled back off doing face-to-face is because I have a child and I have a husband and Dinny does. <laughs> She's got a little bit more time up her sleeve. I don't have the time. Literally, when you're a working mum and a, as a PT, your main clients are early morning and night times. And yeah. that's the time I want to get my daughter ready for school and pick her up in the afternoon. So that's for, true. for me, by the time I do school job off, 9.30 till 2 o'clock, that's all I've got to train not a, myself. Not a long day. Get work done. It's like I can't train people in that not time. Not a long so, day. We can talk about being a working mum in the fitness industry in another time or just being a working mum in general. Well, what we can talk about now, let's give some value. Why don't we give some tips? I don't want to step outside of my lane and and teach you guys how to run a good mechanic shop or a commercial business space because that's not what we do. No. What we do is what we do, which is a small gym, Mm -hmm. um, online business, we are, quite, we are going very well in the fitness industry. Look, I'm not going to sit here and brag and say, you know, we're sweet to retire now. It's not like that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, but, but we are going very well and we've, we've survived uh, together as a team, as a partnership um, for over six years now, all three of us. Eight years, seven. When did we open Base Gym? So that's the first okay. time. Let's get technical, bro. Okay. So, so I'm so you bad guys, with timelines. Yeah, it yeah, must Same. be. So, we, so it's been, it's Jimmy been, and I have been doing Base Buddy Babes. We'll super moms in training for this is our eighth okay. year. Well, was I in business with you then? Yes. Well, like kind of. We've been doing business since Psst. way back. Okay, so we want to give you guys our top three tips for opening a small to medium size gym slash fitness business. Let's give tips on on getting started, All kicking right. ass. I'll give you tip number in one. In our space. Startup costs. That's a, that's, a, that's a very important tip. It is. Like... We don't want to say that you have to have money to start a business, but if you want to open a boutique facility, there are costs involved. It's good to know how much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how much was the well, fit got, out we've for We've got two different base styles. Gym. We've got two different styles. We do. Gyms. So base gym is is the equipment that you see the here. The expensive one. Yeah. So we've got we've got um, professional style barbells and plates and competition calibrated plates. Yeah. We've got machines. Yeah. We've got the most expensive dumbbells that money can buy. Yeah. Um, that was not entirely necessary to go to that level. No. But let's just talk about what that cost us. So I think base cost us about close to half a million dollars. It was, uh, yeah, it with, was like 400000 I'd say I'd say we needed half a million to start base. Which mm-hmm. is insane. It's it's insane to start to think about how do you start a business with 5 million? Yeah. With with <laughs> half a million. Well well we'd been in business for 10 years before that. Yeah. So we all had so you girls had a stream of income. Yeah, we with, did. With 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 your uh, boot camps and with your endorsements, yep. and I had a stream of income with my um, personal training. Yep. So, so we didn't come in with nothing, and, and we, we borrowed, and we borrowed. Yes, we had is, to borrow, which is not easy because banks don't want to lend money to personal trainers. Yeah, no. Uh, but then we had the other gym, the the female only studio, which was a different setup altogether. Yeah. So I think that cost probably half the amount as because you didn't what? have, Maybe you didn't have the machines. It was, it's very no. much a CrossFit set. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what have you got in your gym? So, we've got the basic rig. We've got all our barbells. We've got some Aleco um, barbells in there as well. They're all Aleco, but they're the CrossFit range. That's right. They're the professional. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But we have less um, machines. So, we've got more open space. Yeah. We've yeah. got our, our so big how much, how much rack of dumper. So, so when we talk equipment, it says equipment, but then we've got flooring, 
bathrooms. Yeah, the actual walls, renovations of the, the, the space. Renovation. It's not just And not only that, there's like crazy building requirements. I remember when we opened Base Gym North Sydney, Sydney first and we needed to put in the disabled toilets. Oh, yeah, yeah. council approvals. Yeah, and so you there need was all of your certifiers. And that's right. There was so much and administration that, that was money. really expensive. Legal costs. Exactly. So not only was there the equipment cost the renovation cro- costs, the administration costs with the lawyers, the solicitors, Staffing. the council approvals or insurances and all that kind of stuff. Then there was the rent. Paying rent while you're doing it. Paying rent while that, you're doing it. That was it. at least a six-month procedure. Like you can't so just paying, stop paying your rent, right? No, no. you've got to pay just rent you're building. for six, six months. Be- that's right. Someone needs to get paid. <laughs> exactly. So then there was the rent. Um, so that's where that's where North Sydney was half a mil. Exactly. To get, to get started. But, but, also but not only that, like then you need a little bit of leftover money in the piggy bank because yeah. how do you live? Yeah, because you've got to start from scratch again. That's right. And you've got to build your new client base. Exactly. So, so one big thing that I notice when people are starting off in business is they don't have money in their piggy bank and they come across as very desperate. And yeah. you can see that a mile away. When a new customer comes in the door and you're desperate for them, it scares them off. That's so right. something that we've been lucky to have was, was a base there we say it again we had a base we had our business already we had income and we weren't as desperate for clients it's not that we hated people or we were trying to shoot people away we just didn't we're not really that salesy we weren't forcing people to come to us yeah so so having the piggy bank is is overlooked a lot of times yeah exactly exactly so yeah startup cost is a big thing i suppose if you want to start a small um, Jim, definitely have some money in the bank before you get started. So have but we have are a in a, took a good five years for all of those um, leases to finish. Yeah. yeah. So it was they pretty much all stood the time of us being in that space. So now we own everything. We own we everything, so which is great. So that's been a massive help. We could actually breathe a little bit since we moved out of Base Gym North Sydney. But, but there are a lot of people out there that do not necessarily have the funds or want to borrow to start so, up a so, new... So let's let's come back there. But but we said half a million for... Mm. I don't want everyone to go out there and think they need half a million to open a space. No, this is no, not. We had state-of-the-art equipment. And how much was the CrossFit-style setup? So you don't have to have say the state-of-the-art. Say 100. 150? I'm going to say... Two. Yeah, we spent two hundred. Remember, on remember, that. with piggy bank, mm-hmm. with um, the renovations, bathrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the rent, would you say about two two hundred thousand yeah. doesn't get you far? It no. can get you a pretty great space, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the best of the best equipment. It's an open space, CrossFit style rigs. Yeah. Uh, sled track. Exactly. A few little bits and pieces of cardio machines. Yeah. Two hundred k. I reckon that's still a bit of money. It is mm-hmm. for a startup. Yeah. Okay, so that's tip number one. Yeah. Okay. Ha- have a bit. So of money. let's. Yeah, and don't ta- be afraid of of getting business advice. If you can find a mentor. Oh, get help wherever yeah. you can. Don't business be too mentor. proud. Get help wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now there are so many people in the world who might not necessarily have the funds to start up a business, but I guess with technology now, we're in a day and age where creating cool brands is actually quite easy if you are smart and you do it the right way. You know why? Why? Because it's free. It can be (laughs) free. It It can be free. So our top tip number two is build your brand. So for us, so that's if you don't have a gym. So you don't have to have yeah, a gym to be Yeah, let's not talk about gym. Space. You definitely don't need to have a gym. It, it did help us because we were able to have a place that we could create content out of. But people can create content out of a gym, normal commercial gym. So if you are young or new into the industry and you don't have the funds and you don't want to spend money on opening your own gym because let's be real, you don't need a gym. Like even for us, we don't need a gym now. We want it for 
our own selfish reasons, but we could definitely be doing what we do without a gym. We could be doing. It's, it's possible to the to the degree that we're doing that. I, I don't think it's not possible. so much for us, but, but any like a lot of people can create people. a great successful fitness yeah. brand out without their own gym. One hundred percent. I've seen it a number of times. Not yeah. everyone can be at the top of the industry, but no, but they but, can make good money. They yeah. can have a successful business. They can be popular on social media. They can have you know work with great brands. And they don't need their own space. So let's and, talk and about that. And have a good that. income. So yes, it's free. The resources are there. Whether it is Instagram, that's where we started. YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. Podcasts. What else is there? Podcasts now. Like there are so many amazing platforms that you can use to build your brand. And for us, we did start with Instagram. We just personally liked Instagram, especially when they allowed for videos to be posted on there as well and it wasn't just for still still images. So yeah, our tip is start to build your brand. Our top tips for building your brand on social media would be to post frequently. They say if you listen to Gary V, which we all love Gary V, mm-hmm. he is like 50 posts a day across all of your channels. Okay, that's extreme. We personally don't even do that, but it is being consistent and being regular. So posting every day is important. You want to be relevant in your field, I'll, I'll whatever what that I've, may what be. What I've started to do with that yeah. is I post on my main page, yeah. I post on my stories and I post at Instagram live. Live, which we are yet to do the live, but we're always trying to do a post and a story daily. And we- now that Weekly YouTube. Weekly YouTube. Weekly podcast now. We're going to yeah. commit to weekly. We're going to commit to you every week. Yes, yes we are. So it is about being consistent yeah. with your content creation. It is about giving value. You want to give good value whenever you're putting out any content. So be very um, conscious of that. Be educational. People love education now. And be Be yourself. yourself. Something that a lot of people upcoming, it's like, um, you know, I don't want to sit there and be so narcissistic as to believe that they're all copying me, but I do see some people copying (laughs) us. It's like, hey, you know what? You know what? I'm already doing this. And there's other really successful people. Like, let them do that. You can do you as well. And I'm sure that you are very unique in your own way and you've Mm -hmm. got something amazing to offer. As long, and this is where we move on to tip number three, be a good product. If you are a good product, then you can just be yourself. If you find that you have to be someone else, you're obviously not good enough. Okay, I'm not trying to put you down and say you're not good enough. You've got the potential to be good enough. Trust me. So how do you be good? Okay, here's a few tips. If you want to sell, if you want to make money off giving people six-packs, have a six-pack. If you want to make money off getting people strong, be strong. If you want to make money off being good at whatever sport it is, whether it's martial arts or rugby, be good at those sports. Understand, uh, you know, get under the barbell, uh, spend time in the trenches. Experience is hugely valuable. A lot Mm -hmm. of people ask me, uh, you know, where I taught myself everything that I know. Oh man, do you know how much hours daily I've spent under the barbell trying all of the techniques that I've that I teach people. Practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. So <laughs> so being a good product, so study, earn more, learn more to earn more. Mm-hmm. So so I've and and you girls as well, we have not stopped studying. So even you know the degrees I, that's what I love about you girls. You guys have degrees in completely different fields, mm-hmm. but you use them. Yeah. You use them. You know, that's a huge carryover from it, our degrees in 
what we're doing now. So, so everything that you've learnt in your life will teach you. I used to be in sales. So when I was still at school, I was a mobile phone salesperson. <laughs> and I keep on, I always say, I, hate, I don't want to be too salesy. And I said that to a very successful uh, building um, manager. He was, a, he was a building owner, a commercial, it was a, a publicly listed company. And I said that to him. I said, look, I don't, I don't want to be salesy. I hate sales, you know, although I'm good at it. He said to me, you need to sell for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you are right, okay? But but be good at what you do, okay? If you want to sell something, be good at whatever you're trying to sell. Your clients need to respect you as their teacher. Like we're here to educate. As coaches, we're here to teach and give people the tools that they need. So you need to be a really good example. So always lead by example. Absolutely. I hope you like our top tips. I think they're pretty valuable top I tips. There's so, there's so many tips, but I think I think this a is a short, a shortened version of our tips of what's to come. We're gonna we could do a whole episode on yeah. just business. This was today was just about, just about us. Us saying hello to you and welcome to what's our podcast called? Why oh, do you pass. keep forgetting it? It is called. Because you know how many names we have? Back, back, to, base. Base. back to base. Back to base. Yeah. The, podcast. the podcast. The podcast. Or, or it can be <laughs> the back to base podcast. But I feel like when we're saying welcome back to base. Anyway, guys, we really hope you've enjoyed our episode of back. Our first episode. Our first episode of back to base. The, the podcast. podcast. We have <laughs> greatly enjoyed sharing our story with you guys. And we're really looking forward to some amazing things coming in the near future. Let's talk about the near future. So what What's is up tomorrow? Next? So I'll tell you something that I'm very, very excited about. Tomorrow we're all flying. We're flying and together. We are, we're all going together. We're going to Ohio, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio yes. for the Arnolds. And when we're over there, so why are we over there? We are going for our big man Thor. <laughs> so, so for those, I didn't even say this in my in, in our who are we, but he's oh, a huge part. Oh, our we audience are. is going to hear a lot about Thor. Uh, he's a huge part of who we are. He's a huge part of of my success in the industry. I coach Half Thor Bjornsson, and I've been doing that since 2016, and that was largely to thank the mountain from Game well. of Thrones. So that's a whole another episode. We will talk about Half Thor, um, but but w- it was a, a team effort as to how he became part of um, our story and. Yeah, tomorrow we're going, we're going to go to Columbus, Ohio. To support him to support at him, the Arnold's Sports Festival in his strongman competition where he's going to do amazing things as he always does. And we are on our way over there. And actually, he's going to be our very first guest. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Hathor Bjornsson will be guest on our second episode ever. Ho- hopefully, we'll interview him after the competition. And hopefully, I'm very confident we'll have some great news. And yes. That, that great news, this is going to be... So, he's won the Arnold's two times. So, I'm not going to speak too soon. We'll see where he places after this. I am very confident. Um, but he's an amazing athlete. I don't... This is not going to go live before the Arnold's. It will go live just after the Arnold's and then straight after that we will be getting our second episode up. So stay Every tuned, Every week we're going to come to you guys with someone new and amazing. And oh, and our next guest after that is like just as cool in our eyes. That's just face. as cool. It's a chick. It's a female Yay. version we of We won't Hathor. tell you who it is yet. I'm so sure you guys can guess who it is. She's, she's one of our favourite people of all time. <laughs> so yeah, we've got lots of great things coming but we are... 
flying out tomorrow. So we have to love you and leave you. But thank you so much for listening to Back to the Base, the podcast. <laughs> we have enjoyed every moment of today's conversation and we can't wait to have many more chats with some very cool people. And so with each other. Yeah. And each other. Yeah. cool people. Thanks, guys. Cool. That was fun. It was fun. I loved it. And I look forward to traveling tomorrow and I look forward to our next podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Every time we, we come on here, we're going to give you guys some of our top tips for whatever the topic is that we're going to be discussing. So, yep. hope you guys tune and in. And if there are any topics you would like to hear about or anything up. you want to hear from us, please DM us or I don't know how we do it with this podcast game. We're very new to this but I'm sure there's somewhere where you can drop comments and let us know what you want to hear from us. So, let's do this. See you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye.